the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ooh, welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. Happy Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Thank you, indeedy, because there's some stench happening in San Diego County, y'all. Before we get into tonight's show, i got to tell you, hopefully you're out there safe on the roads on your way home. If you're listening to me in your car, I see that all the lanes on westbound uh, State Route 78 are closed right now because of a sinkhole. So we got some peeps up there, probably in some difficult traffic situations. So drive carefully, peeps. Keep your eyes on the road and your ears tuned in to FM 96.1 if you're up in that North County area on AM 1170. The answer everywhere and streaming all over the world. Glad to have you as a part of tonight's show. The smell that y'all might be smelling all over the county ain't necessarily from that stink hole. It could be from the stench of Gavin Mussolini, who's apparently in town. That headache you had this morning, my man, in the booth over there. Oh, I knew something was going on. I know, right? You hadn't had a headache in a while. All of a sudden, you were like, what is it? shows up and man. This morning you were saying to me, I don't know where this headache's coming from. It's literally this morning, Skins and I had this conversation. He's like, I don't know where this headache came from. He goes, you think it's the weather shifting? Now you know. I thought it was. Now I know what it really was. You Extra thought hell, it, hair gel. No, you thought it was the weather. It was the the stench of the hair gel that blew Get into town. Here. Yes. <laughs> in spite of it all, we're in great spirits tonight, as always, just because we get to share this time with you guys. We love you so much, and we appreciate the fact that you or any of you choose to spend uh, this time with us every night of the week, 6 to 8 p.m. here. Uh, we're probably, I think, eight days and counting to being able to be back on Facebook Live, so you can see us in addition to hearing us. Until then, email me at andreakshow.com. Call us on the live call-in number, the hotline, 888 345 for 1170 we've got a 24-hour hotline comment line i'll give you in a little bit i don't want to give it right now because and remember if you don't want to go on air that's what the comment line is for exactly because that's how much we love y'all because we don't have enough people to take notes if somebody calls in and wants to just give a message to me so that's what the comment line's for right you can also uh like i said you can email me at andreakshow.com if you miss any part of any night show including this one don't forget we also skim i say we <laughs> <laughs> I say we upload the podcast like I have anything at all to do with anything. You're there in spirit when I do it. <laughs> exactly. Somebody else, a.k.a. producer Noah, DJ Potato Skins, is uploading the podcast. So download that wherever you get your podcast. You've already heard his voice several times. Y'all know, y'all know who's the grease that keeps things rolling here. It's the grease that the tater skins are fried in. It's DJ Potato Skins. Today, I'm proudly announcing... Six brand new initiatives to propel this new era of American energy dominance. First, DJ DJ See, we don't need to go green. We just need to go grease. You know what? Hey, don't laugh, but I've known some people going back years that were powering up their trucks. Oh, yeah. It's with real. fried tater grease, like legit French fry oil. I think that's what we need to do. Why not? 
you know, in fact, maybe there's a way you could you could do like a dual tank where one's one's got the grease powering up the truck and the other one you're frying up some taters on the side of the road and serving up some lunch and like a side hustle. Andrea, this is a million dollar idea. Yep, yep, yep. Well, you know what? I'm full of them. I'm not quite full of genius in terms of making money as the Biden crime family. We've got an update for you guys. How's that for a segue? Yeah, we're on a roll. Um we got, the, we got an update on the Biden crime family to share with you all tonight. We've got an update on um, the COVID crime family to update you guys on. Gee, what else? What other organized crime do we have update to give you guys? I know the feds, the Treasury Department and the and the government intervention in our banking system. And we got a couple of Kennedy gems. We, oh, well, yes, uh, we we stand every night of the week over our man Kennedy, in spite of the fact that he didn't go to LSU and he's a senator from that's an, something to argue on another day. I was actually torn. Do I open tonight's show? What's a, what's a bigger story? The fact that the current occupant of the White House is completely cold busted, like cold busted over the fact that he used the office of the vice presidency for crooked grifting and grafting going on. There was a movie once called The Grifters and, you know, they could have just put Hunter in that. Or do I go with the CDC crime family? Hmm. Um... You know what I may? It's been a while since we talked COVID, but I don't know. Let, let's update with the Hunter Biden because I may not have time right now to get into both of these before. Financial Thought Doctor will be here at the bottom half of the show to update everybody on the organized crime involving our banking system. I joke, but there is government intervention is always criminal and the result is always criminal to us. And some of Janet Yellen's comments today in front of Congress were downright criminal with what they're doing to us economically and the lies that they're putting out to the American people. I got an email last night from somebody saying, hey, is Elhoff going to be on tonight, Financial Thought Doctor? He's on tonight because this will be a second time on this week. Next week he will, you know, as long as the economy holds up, I won't need to bring him on multiple nights a week. So look for him to be back on Wednesday next week. Um, I might as well update you guys as we're as we're getting into 2024. I think maybe I should update you guys on uh, the Biden crime family. We've got the House Oversight Committee, James Comer, who's doing some great work on getting to the truth through Treasury, through the use of the subpoena process and subpoenas, of which is our legal process and subpoenaing banks that have handed over. We finally now, Comer found, I t- just to update from last night, Comer, James Comer, had found over 150 suspicious activity reports back before the new Oversight Committee uh, started being chaired by Republicans. That should have, if that had been Donald Trump, there'd already be cuffs because there would have been a full investigation. Look, we know, you know, you want to know what these suspicious activity reports are? What they basically are is the banks are spying on you according to the IRS code and according to criminal code and the FBI and the Department of Justice and anything. And and, and these banks have people. And by the way, the people that they have looking at your transactions to, to rat you out to the government are obviously not looking at the banks are, are, are not really overseeing the bank's activities or SVP, SVB wouldn't have fallen, right? So, but they spend all day every day looking at your transactions to see if, you, if you're up to anything. And I mean, their eyeballs are clear. They know the code and they report to the U.S. government on you. And if you had had 150 of these to where they're looking and going, you know what, something suspicious here because this person is, is moving a lot of cash in and out. 
they'd already reported you and the IRS would have already come knocking on your door. Just one of those. That happened 150 times. We now know, thanks to subpoenaing the records, what those su- suspicious activity reports, how, why they were generated. Because of things like this, uh, the Biden family, we reported yesterday, had received $3 million, $3 million payment from a Chinese Communist Party energy outfit. And it was divided up between four Biden family member- members, Hunter, James, Hallie, and an unknown Biden. According to the committee, guess who Hallie is? She's a new member who has recently been identified. She was previously a mystery. We didn't know who that was. It's Bo's widow. Remember Bo? You know Bo. The son that Biden likes to talk about every time he's like when he faced the 13 families of the 13 service members, he got killed in the Afghanistan withdrawal and he sat talking about Bo. Yeah, I lost my son too. He was in the service. You didn't lose your son in military service to this country. In fact, I think Bo was kicked out of the service because of drugs, okay? And he tragically died of cancer. Nobody wants anybody to lose a son. But let's not get it twisted as to Bo's history in the military. Um, But I got questions, as Emily D. Baker would say. I've got questions. You Can somebody explain to me why Hallie, the widow of Bo is getting a piece of she got uh, 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 she got $25,000 cash payment from the family associate regarding the Chinese venture how is that not money laundering show me the organization chart i'm still going to have a problem with why family members were working while joe biden was vice president while they were working for a chinese communist outfit but at least it wouldn't be just straight up money laundering right And oh, by the way, since it is straight up money laundering, can we see the tax records? You know, they made sure to release all of Trump's tax records to everybody. Can can we can we see Hunter's and Joe Biden's? And then on top of it, there's still a Biden whose name we don't know that hasn't been identified. The entire family tree apparently is on the dole from this. And then today we find out that there was another million dollars. That was received after the $3 million. And, and, and apparently, if I'm going to, you know, I hate to say it. I hate to connect these dots in terms of what occupation or job Hallie might be conducting at the time she got this money. I hate to be crass, but she was sleeping with dead husband Bo's brother Hunter at the time she got these payments. Was it compensation for that? Sleeping with Hunter and you get some dough? Hey, the left wants sex workers to get paid, right? They want them to pay taxes on it, be considered legit. I'm not even being facetious at this point. We've got, talk about compromise. We've got obvious I'm not even going to say alleged. I mean, you know, you would already be dragged if this was you. But we'll use the word alleged. We've got what appears to be all kinds of IRS. This would involve tax fraud. This would involve federal felonies involving wire fraud, which which is is um, federal crimes because it crosses its money cross, crossing state lines. It involves corruption in the U.S. government. Right. Selling off under the Hatch Act and others. 
But it, it, equally important, if not more important, the national security risk that this that this puts us in, that we have at the highest level of our government. The current occupant of the White House, the current president of the United States, is obviously deeply compromised by what many people don't talk to me about Putin. The greatest enemy we face right now is China and the communist Chinese Communist Party. And that's who was bought, has bought and and the Biden family, including the current president of the United States. Going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears to the covid crime family. Who's the boss of that organized crime? Fraud Fauci, and he's back, and we're going to tell you what he had to say. Don't go away. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. You know, Skins, we should really feel guilty about complaining. About a summer day when it gets chilly at night, and we need to, we need a sweatshirt. Oh, it's horrible in, in Southern California. <laughs> it's so stupid for us. But you know what? Let me tell you guys. On tr- trending recently on Twitter has been a couple of things. Number one, vitamin D. There's a reason why, and it ain't got nothing to do with the lockdowns, nothing to do with anybody's shots, nothing to do with anybody's masks, and why in California and in San Diego County, in particular in California. Why we had such low amounts of of COVID deaths compared to other places. And it's because the government never wanted to tell you this. The COVID crime family in D.C. and the CDC, the NIH and the NIAID, all the uh, alphabet government agencies supposedly looking out for your health, never wanted to tell you the truth about natural immunity and about ways to fight off viruses in general, as well as in particular with COVID. And it involves vitamin D. I actually was told years ago, about five to 10 years ago by my doctor that I had a vitamin D deficiency. And I was like, what? I'm out in the sun. I move around. Well, you know, I actually had started, call it vanity or not, but, you know, I was using a lot of sunscreen. When I would go outside and even though I was outside a little bit, I never baked. I, if I was going to lay by the pool or go to the beach, I would be under an umbrella with sunscreen on and I had a vitamin D deficiency. So, uh, you know, I started taking vitamin D years ago and that is one of the key things, vitamin D and zinc and all your basic vitamins. That I mean, I'll is- just say it, Andrea. Do you think that was part of the reason why they locked people in? Well, I think it was, uh, I don't, I don't think initially they knew that vitamin D was a key to what was going on with this, but they didn't know that locking it, but we've never locked healthy people in their homes. Uh, Getting outside and getting exercise, fresh air and sunshine has always been part of, uh, of the recommendations for you to live a healthy life. So in a sense, they did know everything that they did with COVID was meant to do a couple of things. It was meant to gain your submission it was meant to, we talked about this last night in terms of, of people saying there's something wrong when people think that they should get their opinions from Candace Owens. You're supposed to look to uh, the experts, right? And who get are the, my opinion, who I'd like right, to get my opinion exactly. from. Exactly. And who are the experts they want to, you to get your opinion from on hashtag science? The frauds like Fauci, who, the, who are, are, are any... Um, who tell you that they are the science. Nobody should have listened to him in the first place because, you know, we needed we needed a to listen to a variety of experts. When we've got a virus we've never seen before, you don't put one man in charge 
to decide everybody's life. Certainly not one who's not treating patients out in the field. No, we discounted the people we should have been listening to, which was the doctors figuring it out on the field, who told us something else that was trending the other day. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, combined with a Z-pack, combined with doxycycline, combined with with zinc, combined with vitamin D. The cases doctors, after cases after cases. Right. And and instead of telling you how to boost your immune system as they were figuring it out, no, they were doubling down on the locking us down into our homes, lying about distancing, lying about masks, all in order to not just gain your submission, but pay, 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 uh, pave the pathway for you to buy into the notion that they're only cure for you, the only way that you could fight off any virus going forward was to put your arm out and be injected by a poison that had not been properly tested among people. And despite the truth of what's coming out, because they, they tried in courts to to hold off on revealing the truth for 75 years about these shots, the truth has started to come out. One of the ways we know the truth about the shots is all the people and their adverse reactions, their own stories, sudden adult death syndrome. We've got a story to give you from uh, someone who was in a leading uh, singing group a few years ago. But in spite of all the evidence that we can all now see with our own eyes. Read with our own eyeballs, hear with our own ears from people like Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Robert Malone, who created the mRNA technology. Fauci still had the gall to say this today, clip six. Joe, we know that if you compare unvaccinated people with vaccinated people with regard to hospitalizations and death, there is an overwhelming and dramatic difference of a greater likelihood of hospitalization and death among the unvaccinated. And as the months went by, if you compare vaccinated but not up to date with boosters, with people who are totally up to date on boosters, there's still a difference in the sense of vaccinated and updated boosted people do much better with regard to severity of disease. That's an open and shut case. That's a lie. An absolute lie from the man who's been busted about lying to Americans from the beginning. That man you just heard is actually literally a serial killer. His denial, because they couldn't they couldn't get these shots out uh, using the emergency use authorization if there were any other treatments available. So they had to lie and tell you ivermectin didn't work and hydroxychloroquine didn't work so that they could push these shots out on the American people. And in the course of that, people died. People flat out died. Could have been treated early on and people sat in their homes like people that I know until they were so sick that they were sent. They had no no medication to treat the symptoms because that's what happens with the virus. And if the symptoms aren't treated cough and congestion and all that then it can get go from from bad to worse and can become bacterial become pneumonia and then people are suffering and they're in the hospital and dying and then they go to the hospital and fauci put everybody on ventilators and the only drugs doctors were allowed to prescribe was remdesivir which had to be pulled from a clinical trial earlier because it was killing people in their kidneys this man is a serial killer He's making billions, though, millions, though. So is Big Pharma. And he's lying every step of the way. He lied about masks. He lied about lockdowns. Thank God he retired. Highest paid U.S. official. But he's still being listened to in the damage that he did and the number of people he killed. And let me tell you, 
He's also now saying something else that he said today. We will need new COVID shots at least once a year. This is the man who told you one shot and you wouldn't be able to get it or give it. Then it was you had to get a second shot. Then it was a booster. Then it was another booster. And now it's every year. If you're listening to this man, you need to be you need to be really get thinking about instead of virus treatments for covid seriously getting some some therapy. And I don't mean that facetiously. I mean that legitimately. How many lies are you going to listen to? Yeah. That's not a vaccine. I do not use the V word when I'm when I'm uh, discussing the COVID shots. That's the reason why they had to change the definition. Exactly. There's a story from a former singer of the Pussycat Dolls. I don't know if she was one of the original members. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like okay, me? Okay, guilty admission. I actually used to like them. Isn't that a great song? It's a great song. Don't ya? Don't ya? Which one? I know you love me. I know you do. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, this gal is. Um, I mean, did anybody really know the names of any of them except out, outside of uh, Nicole Scherzinger? I mean, did anybody Good even point. did anybody even notice any of the singers besides her? One of the most gorgeous women in the history, by the way. It galled me. She won. She won on Dancing with the Stars because she was like a professional dancer. Okay, of course she was going to win, but I loved her because she's just amazingly gorgeous. But anyway, this was um, Jessica Sutta or Suda. And she did a video on Epic Times or Epoch Times. I never know how to pronounce that. No offense uh, to to them. And she did a video uh, because she has documented, she's 40 now, and she's documented um, her severe responses to the shots. She says... um, I started developing a tremor. The next couple of nights, I started getting involuntary head jerks and leg jerks. The Moderna vaccine triggered a life-threatening allergic response. And that's something else we haven't talked about. How the, I mean, this was, you don't, you don't take any medicine in the, in, in the rest of the, of the country and just for, and they forced it on people. And if you watch any of these medicine commercials, don't take if you've got this, don't take if you're allergic to this. And yet when it came to these shots, it was one size fits all. Every person, regardless of any underlying conditions, regardless of age, that was criminal. It looks like she was a founding member. She Okay, one of the founding members. She says it, it began on the third day after a second shot when she experienced severe muscular spasm on her side. Um, she says, I, it felt like I'd broken my rib. When the neuropathy came, it spread through my whole body. I'm not, I'm not, an, I, I'm not that familiar with neuropathy, but I think that's something that is... is Damaged nerves. It, it, it's excruciatingly painful. I've heard of, believe it or not, I've heard of people that are quadriplegics. You think that quadriplegics wouldn't feel anything at all, but evidently they have extreme nerve pain because of their spinal cord being damaged. I've heard it's excruciating. And she says, it spread through my whole body. I remember staring at the ceiling and thinking, oh my God, this is it. I'm dying. She says, one death is enough. One child on the football field is enough. I just read that FDA pulled an eye drop because, because it killed one person. Why is it so different with this? Because this is about ushering in the Great Reset. Because we had enough media out there, enough doctors, and enough means to get the message out, 
we were able to stop one of the key aspects of the use of this, uh, these shots, and it was to usher us into a digital footprint via the you're not going to be able to go about your life, operate a business, travel, go anywhere without getting these shots. And you're going to ha- and, and your proof is going to have to be on a phone, di- digital. Uh, they weren't able to get us there yet. Um, but that's, more people that's like this, it, it, they got to stand up and say what's happened to them. Yes, absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break. Continuing our theme of crime and corruption, the federal government <laughs> and Janet Yellen and the Fed and the Treasury. Stay tuned. We got uh, financial thought doctor Dave Elhoff is going to be back with us. Not the usual night, but it will be his usual snark and his usual financial brilliance. So stay tuned for that. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Didn't mean to cause any confusion this week for the listeners in terms of Financial Thought Doctor being on the show. And tonight is not Wednesday. No, it's not Wednesday. I know I got emails. People like last night, uh, people like, is Financial Thought Doctor coming on tonight? We need to hear more about the banking. I'm like, he's going to be on tomorrow night. Didn't mean to throw everybody off. Monday when the stuff had been breaking over the weekend, I had to have him on immediately. And then I thought, well, Wednesday, we're not really going to probably have any closure to stuff. So maybe we'll have him on Thursday to kind of wrap us up on the issue if it's wrapped up by now. And then he will resume his appointment radio schedule next week. Plus, I think Wednesday. his hot tub day is Wednesday anyway. Well, exactly. Um, so, yeah. So we let him enjoy the hot tub last night and cooking his, his probably his prime rib last night. But he rejoins us now tonight to uh, give you guys the scoop of what you need to know and updates on the banking situation. Hello, Financial Thought Doctor. Fighting Meadows, you're clear to land. Hey, Dynamite. How are you? Well, I'm good. Um, It seems like things are kind of settling down a little bit. Um, I don't know if the method, if you think the method for things settling or uh, for things settling down in the banking industry is good or not. Um, It seems as though First Republic was weak and might be the next to collapse. They've got something like $40 billion in uninsured deposits. And it looked like the U.S. government put some pressure on some of the bigs like J.P. Morgan, Chase, and others to pony up some money to save them. If that ends up being the case, because their stock was tanking, do you agree with that, the government stepping in and putting the pressure on them? Do you agree with this rescue plan? I don't know, but thirty. 30- Billion dollar infusion would do anybody's account well. I could use some. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'd rather that than taxpayers. Yes, I concur. And that's what should happen. Yeah, actually, I do agree with other banks coming in to solve the issues and do it on a free market basis as opposed to the government telling what they ought to do. But, you know, there's a common thread to what's happened to Signature and uh, uh, SVB and First Republic. The common thread is this, is that these are corporate banks, banks dealing with corporations, big corporations. And what happened was in 2021, at the height of, of uh, venture capitalists, at the height 
of Bitcoin, these companies were depositing huge amount of dollars into these banks. And they were doing a huge amount, which means more than 250000 So this is not an issue for mom and pops mm-hmm. and for us normal folk out there. These are companies that are supposedly doing their due diligence before they go and put $10 million and uh, all but 250000 of it is insured. I mean, they're big boys. They ought to know. And, right. and if you think about it, the corporate situation was, what did the SBB do with that money? They turned around and bought mortgage-backed securities and longer-duration treasury bills, and they didn't hedge their portfolio. So they kind of mismanaged the funds at that point in time. Right. And part of the reason why that happened is because they didn't have good risk assessors, you know, running things. I think they went nine months where they didn't even have like a CEO of the bank. And they were so all they cared about was diversity, equity and inclusion. And they've got videos out there. You guys can Google of them talking about pronouns and this and that. And a lot of the corporations that were banking there where a lot of the risk and the stuff was involved in had to do with ESG, right? And that was what the focus was. The bank was woke, and it was run by a bunch of woke people who didn't know how who mismanaged it. And it's not mom and pops. In fact, the re and and, and which explains why Janet Yellen said today they're not going to be doing any kind of this rescue plan for any small mom and pop community banks out in in your local community. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because Elhoff is right. Financial thought doctor is bringing the good analysis. It's because this who who banks there? Gavin Newsom. That's probably where Plump Jack, his Plump Jack Winery, and his restaurants are probably, and his and his ski resort are probably have their money there, and they're getting bailed out. Right? I don't know. Could be Nancy yeah. Pelosi's Piotti restaurants. Right. Are there um, that where where the only place where the small business owner was affected by this was Etsy, which had a lot of money there. The Etsy company is built on little stay-at-home moms selling their products on Etsy, and they were concerned. Um, but this was really about rescuing the one percenters out there. And if the taxpayers are going to going to rescue those that are taking these big risks, why, why are we underwriting as the taxpayers? Why are we the risk managers for them. Well, I concur absolutely with you. And we're still not out of it. I can't say to you that it's okay. Go and buy Republic. Go and buy these shares because they're at a decrease at this point in time. There's going to become a time where I will tell people that maybe now's the time to go back into regional banks. But again, you got to look at who the bank is dealing with. And these great and these banks were internet banks to start with. Yeah. So you're talking about what brought them down, the internet, social social uh, media brought them down because they all get on social media and says, "Oh, I hear this is going on." So the fear goes through and they make a run on the bank. Mm-hmm. Because the bank Basically, folks, the way it works is this, is they take your money and then they go and deposit it on longer term strategies. Yeah. And the only thing that can bring that down is a run on the bank. 
when they're forced to sell under conditions that are not good when they're investing on long-term strategies. So there's a lot of layers out there that haven't been peeled back yet, but they will as time goes on. I'm hopeful that having these banks come in, because I tell you what, the insurance industry, it's been historic what they did if an insurance company got in a bad way. Another insurance company came in, guaranteed the deposits, guaranteed the guarantees on that, and everything went fine and people got their money back. So this is kind of nice to know that these bigger banks are going to step in and help out as opposed to the FDIC as opposed to the U.S. government. I'd much rather have these big banks do it than the government because the government hasn't managed anything that they do at all very well. Well, you know, you sound like... uh a congressperson who was questioning uh, Janet Yellen about, you mentioned 2021 and all the the big deposits going on then. A lot of it had to do because of spending from the government, right? So I want to yep. play a clip for you. You said, yep, right? Well, Janet Yellen doesn't agree with you, man. Here she is being questioned how, uh, as to how reckless tax and spending contributed to the SVB collapse. Clip three. Secretary Yellen. Will this administration acknowledge that their reckless tax and spending contributed to not only the challenges that we see in everyday households, but also to the challenges that we're facing today with SVB? Look, inflation is too high, and it is the president's top priority to bring it down. And there are many contributors to why inflation is too high. Importantly, fallout from the pandemic and Russia's war on Ukraine that boosted food and energy prices. Many countries around the world suffer from the same problem. It's Putin's fault. The Russian war and Putin made SVB crash. <laughs> I, I mean, it's unreal. It, it, their reality is unreal to me that they must be living on a different planet. Everyone knows that the boost of M2 money supply in the, in 2021 is the main cause of why we're having inflation today. It has nothing to do with anything else. I mean, if he had done nothing, meaning Biden had done nothing when he came into office, we'd be in a much better spot today than we are today. He reversed everything. He cut back the energy situation so that we are no longer dependent on our own energy. And Mm -hmm. we're we're buying oil and gas from people who hate it. And what do they want to do? They want to see us suffer. And he has done nothing at all. Well, here, here is, here is uh, Ron Johnson asking Janet Yellen about deficit spending having to do with a cause uh, of inflation. And, and he mentions the injection into the money supply. Skins, please play clip seven. Would you agree those are the top three causes of inflation? Uh, deficit spending, high energy costs, and supply dislocations? I don't believe that deficit spending is one of the main causes you, you of inflation. You don't? I mean, inflation is too many dollars chasing too few goods. 
Well, so when, when you're printing all this out, so do you know in the first three fiscal years of the Biden administration, you know how much the total deficit spending is going to be? We had um, an economic collapse that was caused by Right, the and we were, we were certainly coming out of that because there's all this pent-up demand and a sloshing around of trillions of dollars. It was the pandemic, right? It was the pandemic. Oh that She literally said in front of the American people, I don't believe that deficit spending is one of the main causes of inflation. Elhoff, my econ professor, is rolling over in his grave right now. Of course. And anyone else who has any common sense is rolling over in their grave right now. And some of us probably wish we were rolling over. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, bury me. Jesus, take the wheel. When's he going to come back? I'm ready to have my mansion in heaven. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking of houses. Well, finish up on inflation. Then I want to end on a good note because there was actually a leading economic indicator that had good news today. So wrap us up on your response to Janet Yellen and denying that spending is a cause of inflation. Well, it, it's it's denial. I mean, yes. she lives in denial. It, it, that's all it can be. I can't. I mean, she's supposed to be a smart person. But she doesn't <laughs> seem to be talking with any sense at all right now. So inflation, there are things you can do to combat it. And we can work with that, but it takes strategies. It isn't any single product like gold. Oh, gold's going to solve everything. You know, it may be a combination of strategies that we need to layer in order to protect ourselves from inflation. Right. Uh, listen, before uh, let's, I, I've got a question that came in posed from a listener. We don't have time to get into it tonight, but be prepared next week to talk about this. He said he found out that his 401k has been managed by artificial intelligence. That it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do we, we have a minute to respond now? Or do you want to well, save that for next week? Yeah. I can save it for next week, but I can say a quick, quick thing right now. Okay. I mean, artificial intelligence very well can work in different scenarios. Okay. I mean, they got algorithms out there that'll do it for you and all that stuff. But sometimes there's a twist that comes in and blows up their algorithm. Gotcha. So you got to be careful. Let's. We can talk more about that last week. Uh, yeah. Quickly tell everybody, housing is a leading economic indicator. What did you, you reported to me, uh, some good news in housing, housing starts. Uh, 30 seconds, what, what did you report to me today on the housing starts? Well, that housing starts rose almost 10% in February. It's the highest increase in months in housing starts. And what I've been following for quite some time, because I use instruments that are investing in multifamily, investing in, in different types of uh, real estate that weather the storm during inflation. But the housing situation, we need over a million five units a year, and we've needed that for the last 10 years, and we've been getting less than a million housing starts. So there's going to be some pent-up demand eventually. And what's happening, too, is that we're starting to get more demand because these higher interest rates now are being assimilated and people are now adjusting to it. Because if you stop and think about it, 
the first house you purchase, what was the interest rate? Chances are it was higher than 7%. Right. So 7% isn't bad gotcha. for the long term. But people need to adjust for it. And they're starting because there's a huge demand of many people out there needing to move into a home. And maybe it is a multifamily home. Gotcha. But All right. Multifamily and housing starts are up. And that's a good sign. That's a good thing. Point. All right. I'm way past the point of a break. So tell everybody quickly your phone number so they can get a hold of you for the financial thought doctor. Yeah. 619-548-0965. Text me or go to my website, financialthoughtdoctor.com. Spell it all out, financialthoughtdoctor.com. And you can contact me through there, too. All right. All right. Thanks, bud. We'll see you next Wednesday. All right. All right. Bye. Take care. All righty. Taking a quick break. We'll see you in a few minutes. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. Let's wrap up tonight's uh, show with some good news because the next segment with guest George Carneal is going to upset some people because it's it's a, a, a sad story about pedophilia and transgenderism. Um, let's end with a story Skins found that Kentucky has just passed legislation to make it uh, to make it a state that is a Second Amendment sanctuary, prohibiting authorities from enforcing federal firearms bans, and the bill. Um, uh, it, 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 any rule or policy that would enforce or cooperate with a federal ban on weapons, including public funds and resources, would also be disallowed. Uh, quote, uh, right now we have a president in the Oval Office who is executive order happy, and he just recently issued another executive order to enforce more strict gun laws, said a GOP state representative. Uh, last night, Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owner said he wasn't sure if this was really just messaging or action. Well, you know what? Kentucky said it'll matter whether it's messaging or how much teeth is in it, we're going to make our state a sanctuary state and for Kentucky the Second Amendment. And standing up for America, which is a constitutional republic, right. not and a this, democracy. Right, and this is good Republican thinking here. It's like we are taking proactive measures. We are going to, we are going to uh, protect your Second Amendment rights. We're not going to wait for any more teeth to be coming to snatch your guns. All right, stay tuned. Hour two coming up. Next guest is uh, George Carneal, author of From Queer to Christ. You don't want to miss it. Don't go away. More Andrea K. Show on its way. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. <laughs> 